Hey everyone, and welcome to Buzzing About Romance Podcast. I am Becky. And I am Leo. And I am so freaking excited for this episode. It's going to be so much fun. We have been looking forward to this episode for a while, ever since the original half. Yeah, yeah. Um, So on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we are hosting our first ever Girl Crush Tour. The Girl Crush Tour kicks off with a list of our ultimate book girlfriends or besties. For this Mm -hmm. year, we included overall all of our book besties from any book we have read. Starting next year, it will just be books from the last two years. Please note, this is the partner episode to our I Licked Him First book boyfriend tour. Um, And I want to say, I feel like this was harder. Not because I didn't have choices. Because I had too many choices. choices. Because there are a lot of heroines that are badass that we would love to be friends with in real life there's a few of my date honestly that's true i mean they're just the heroines when i started going through my list i started with a list of 60 and then thinned it down i don't think i started with a list of 60 for book boyfriends Mm -hmm. i probably had a good 30 book boyfriends but definitely not 60, but there's something about a heroine. I think the difference is because we look at a heroine, we're not going into it as somebody that we would be like attracted to. Like if we are by the end of the book, that's just a bonus. But like we go into the books thinking like I could be friends with this person. This is somebody I want in part of like my girl gang. I want this person in my community of friends or just somebody like this would be a really great person just to bounce ideas and feelings off of, or this person is just such a genuinely good person that I just, I would want to be like in her circle. I think that it's interesting because as women, we tend to be more critical of other women. And Mm -hmm. so there are times that I am crazy frustrated with a heroine and it can make or break a book for me. Oh, 100%. But when there is a heroine that is just that much more dynamic, that much more outstanding or something exceptional about them, it just makes me fall more in love with the book. And when a hero, so that's the other thing. That's another piece that I used in my guide here is that I wanted the heroine to be with a hero who didn't try to take the spotlight. Well, and I wanted them to have a hero who really enhanced them as a person. Yeah. That was truly like, okay, standing behind them and letting them shine in their moments. Or even like had a moment where he was, he showed them like that what they were doing and how they were doing things was hurting them in the long run. Like, yes, he understands why they made the choices that they did in the past, but in the same realm, like you need to do this for yourself now. Like you've done your duty here. You need to, to, it's about you now. Yeah. Um, okay. So also our limited edition girl crush t-shirt drops today into our merch shop along with this episode. The t-shirt will only be on sale until the 1st of January and our book boyfriend t-shirt stops being on sale mid-November. So you're going to want to make sure you grab those. Um, Before we get into our list, let's talk about characteristics and qualities 
of a book girlfriend or best friend. Um, so what are some characteristics or qualities we look for in our girl crushes? Um, I want somebody who is loyal, who is confident, but not necessarily, like they don't have to be this overly confident person who like has everything right. Like they have confidence in aspects of their life, but they still question whether or not they're making the right choices. But I want somebody who, who is a ride or die. Like she is someone who, if you need her in that moment, she would drop everything for you and be there for you. But, and also like she, when she loves, she loves hard. Yeah. I want her to be loyal, but also I want someone, I, I want a heroine that even with her flaws, she moves past them, mm-hmm. that they don't hold her back. Maybe she is awkward or maybe life has gotten her down, but there's something really dynamic about her. I think that most of my heroines, they have spines of steel that no matter what life has thrown at them, they have come out with their head held high and their shoulders back. Um, and I also want this to be someone that's approachable. Sometimes we get heroines and they don't feel approachable mm-hmm. because they they just don't feel like, you know, and that's when it kind of falls off the rails. So my heroines, these are going to be people who are part of their community building up their community or are the girlfriend that is the safe place to land for their friends, you know, or kind of your ride and die that always has your, always has your back. Mm -hmm. Well, and I also want that person who, whether or not they falter or they have are super self-conscious, like in certain aspects of their life, like they know what they want, they know where they want to be, and they're going to do what it takes to get there, whether or not they have the support of the people around them. And and they might struggle. Like, I don't mind a, a girl crush that struggles with her self-worth, but comes out at the end, like knowing my hero, my HEA is not what makes me who I am. He just helps me see who I am. Yeah. So for this episode, we kind of narrowed it down to our top seven, but can you love a heroine in a book, but they maybe don't hit that book bestie title. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, you read a book and, oh wow, I really liked that heroine. She's a really great character, but there just was something a couple steps short that didn't get you there. Does that happen to you often? Uh, I wouldn't say super often, but yeah, it definitely happens because it's one of those things where there's just something about the character that I don't connect with, or there's something about the character that I don't love, or she has a weird, like an odd personality quirk that I don't think enhances her character as a whole, or I'll read a book that I love her. And then I'll read a book like six or seven later. And I don't like her anymore. We're looking at you, Lexi Ryan. We are looking at you, Lexi Ryan. And if you don't know what book we're talking about to the masses, Lexi does know what book we're talking about because we have told her. And also Renna Morgan. Oh yeah. Well, not as much though. Not as much. No. Because because that one, it makes a little bit more sense. But because of, 
it's not as bad because he does come around like the Lexi, we love you, but they don't come around. No, they don't. They don't. I will say in the one that we're talking about with Rena, they have some resolution and you do see the good in the moment. Like, see, I'm going to need some more books so that I... Also, I feel like in the Rena situation, there's a little bit more... There's a little more life, like, issues there, and she could have died type of thing. So there's a little bit more animosity than the other one. Anyway, we'll we'll let it go someday. We digress. We'll let it go someday. No, we will never let it go. We just will... Let it go for the moment. For the moment. Um, Okay, so for this episode, we are providing you with our top seven ultimate book girl crushes. The community of Buzzing About Romance has also voted and picked their ultimate girl crush, and we will also share that title. And Mm -hmm. hot damn did the nominations come out, first and second round of voting, Mm -hmm. And the final, like, up and until the day I closed voting down, I was like, I don't know who's going to win. It's It was a close one. But it was ironic that there was a lot of suspense authors in the Girl Crush yeah. top, like, 10. Um, not really. Shout out to Merritt and Amanda. That's true. And Danielle, who uh-huh. read all of the romantic thank you thank you friends because i love to see those characters in the top because honestly in the top 10 that because we had it like the vote and then we narrow it down and then we narrow it down to the top 10 and i think i'd only not read one or two of those books bonkers bonkers my friend Mm -hmm. um Okay, so we will be sharing the book title, the author, and why the heroine is so So damn amazing. So dynamic. We will not be giving you a synopsis. We will not be giving you a synopsis of the book. For that, you will want to check our on-the-shelf show notes where we will link all the book titles that we are given in this episode. Um, and actually it helps us if you click on those, it takes you over to our Amazon affiliate link. And that gives us some small kickbacks to the podcast, which, you know, mm-hmm. is helpful. <laughs> yes. Cause as an indie podcast, all those little kickbacks allow us to continue. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's just, let's just start off. Right. Uh, do you want to go first? You want me to go Maybe first? I want you to go first tonight. Okay. So first up, um, and these are not given in any particular order. Um, I am going with Sita Stewart from My Darling Neighbor by Swati MH. Swati is a new to me author this year, and I'm obsessed. I know. I'm obsessed. Yeah, um, I've been talking about her a lot. Sita is a uh, a indian uh woman of real body who is adopted into america and now has been raised by elder parents her father has passed and it's just her mother her mother has alzheimer's and what what i love about sita is no matter what life seems to be throwing her and how chaotic it might seem she always is just moving forward she has ocd it doesn't stop her she just has learned to adapt it 
she knows that, she, you know, she knows she has ticks. She knows that she has triggers. And, um, and she makes sure to surround herself with people that embrace her for what she is. And, and it's not a flaw. It's just who she is. And she does, is not ashamed of it. You know, she just tries to move in a world that she can work in. Her hero is Mr. P. Cook Penn, um, who is her neighbor. And he is a grouch and an asshole. And when they do connect, it's an accidental, um, it's an accidental pregnancy trope and things are not with, there's more to this story. And when I'm telling you, the twists and turns are amazing. I read this book back in May and I haven't shut up about it. Yeah. I really love Sita. I you just, did, you raved, you raved about this book after you finished it. It is on my TBR, but of course I haven't gotten to it yet, but I, sh- I will have to get to it before the end of the year. Just in case. And Swati, we had her for readathon, mm-hmm. and she is just the most sweetest, beautiful human being. And I am just so excited. I'm just thrilled. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, and you did rabbit hole a lot of her backlist after you read that book, too. I did. She only has four other books, I think, or three other books. And book four comes out later in December. It's called Adrift. Mm-hmm. And it's a. I think it's a Anyone. single dad nanny romance. Ooh, right? Like that. Right. Oh, I think it comes out in November, actually. Okay. Anyway, Sita Stewart from My Darling Neighbor by Swati MH is my first book girlfriend. Leah, who's yours? Okay. So my first book girlfriend is going to be Bridget Dasher from Not Your Average Vixen by the lovely and adorable Krista Sandor. So are they now, like your go-to couple because... I do love them because Soren Christopher Trigger Rudolph was one of my book boyfriends. So there, but this, honestly, this book is just so funny and I love Krista and I love her writing and she writes a great rom-com. But Bridget is this woman who her life has revolved around raising her sister and helping her sister and making sure her sister has everything that she has ever wanted in her life. And her sister's getting married and Bridget is kind of floundering because she doesn't know what to do now because her sister doesn't need her anymore. And then she meets Soren Christopher Trigger Rudolph and life as she know it, as she knows it is no longer, but she that's the one thing I love about this story though, is he shows her that she needs to start doing things for herself. Now he doesn't always go about it in the right way because he's kind of a dickhead and kind of an asshole, but you read the book and you love him by the end of it, hence book boyfriend status. But she, she realizes that like she is able and capable of doing those things for herself. Now, like her sister doesn't need her. Like she doesn't need to live her sister and like, her life can revolve around her. Like she can be a little bit selfish now. And I, and Becky and I have talked about it multiple times. If you've listened to the podcast or you've talked, like heard us talk to Krista about anything, there is a funnel cake scene and there are gummy bear edibles that are involved. So just that scene alone is worth the read in this book, but yes, Bridget Dasher, like there's, it's just wonderful. There's Santa's and pot gummies and it's so fun it's, it's such a delightful a fun book. book and Chris is a, like a genuinely amazing human being so yeah delightful um 
Okay, so next Who's one. Next? next one for me is Grace Hammond from Dr. Mistake by Jay Salmon. Grace's hero is Carter Abbott Fritz. And I think what is amazing about Grace is she's a great friend and mm-hmm. a great cheerleader. And it takes her a minute to realize that she deserves to have someone in her corner cheerleading mm-hmm. for her and someone supporting her. She has a lousy family life and her parents are terrible human beings. But she has the Abbott Fritzes. But she has these the Abbott Fritzes and Oliver Carter's younger brother is her best friend. But, you know, he's the best friend. She's never truly been loved. She ha- She's engaged at the beginning of the book and the guy's a douche nugget and Carter... He just, he definitely helps Grace find the light that she deserves, the spotlight she deserves to stand in. Well, and he, he shows her her worth. Like she, like the thing I really like about Grace and you took her from me. So I had to, but like, she knows she's a good doctor. She knows she's a good friend, but she doesn't have anybody giving her those affirmations of you you are the you are good you are a good person but she's also the person you could call when someone wrongs you and you need to start a house on fire she is a ride or die yeah she will bury the body with you and with one thing i love about her though too is because like oliver is her best friend but she pulls amelia oliver's lady Uh into into the fold and like instantly is like you're but, his friend. You're mine now. So too. I really struggled because we tried to keep our book recs to only one from each author. Yeah. And Jay Salmon's Renna, who is Renna Abbott Fritz, mm-hmm. she is amazing. Amazing. Um, and it was a very close tie between those two. Very close tie. But Grace just kind of edged out just because. She needs that extra love. Well, the way she builds community, like you said, she pulls Amelia in. You Mm -hmm. know, later in the next book, you meet Elle. She pulls her in. She doesn't let them just, you know, be quiet in the corner. Mm -hmm. She's like, "Mm -mm, girls, get your drinks on. This is what we're doing. And I think that that just shows what a dynamic heroine she is. And that, honestly, that is one of the hardest things that I found when we were choosing these characters, because there are some people like you fall in love with them in their book, but it is the, the subsequent books after that, where they really shine even more. Yeah. And it's like, that is why, because like you see those ride or die moments, you see those moments where like they stand up for the people that they care about. And so it's not necessarily the book specifically to that character, which we do love the books and that's what made us fall in love with them in the first place. But it is the books, if they show up in another book, it is the books after their HEA that that really are like, that's a person that I want in my corner. Yeah. Okay, so who's your next one? Okay, so my next one is going to be Autumn Freeman from Assumption by Aurora Rose Reynolds. So this is a Mason spinoff. Kenton Mason is a Mason cousin. 
Um, so Autumn witnesses something in Vegas and is taken to Kenton's house to for him to watch over her and basically hide out. So they do not have the best meeting. Um, Kenton is a giant douche nugget. But one thing I love about this book is the fact that Autumn does not put up with the shit that like he throws at her. Like she p- gives it back. Like he is an asshole to her and she's like, okay, fuck you. I'm going to go do what I want. And then there's this moment in this book. Again, Becky and I have talked about it. it is one of the best scenes ever written in a romance book where she loses her shit and proceeds to tear apart a bed and throw it over the balcony. So if you have not read this book, read it for that scene because Aurora Rose Reynolds writes one of the best scenes ever. So, but I also <laughs> I have to say, I think she's one of the smartest heroines too, because so she's a stripper in Vegas, but she's also going to nursing school mm-hmm. and Kenton has some, you know, um, assumptions, assumptions about her, about her and about Intent. her being a stripper. And she's like, well, I have to go to work and I work at, van vander's belt yeah so like she messes up the word on purpose just to fuck with him and when he honestly he finds out that she is a nurse at vanderbilt like hospital and he is pissed that she didn't really tell him the truth but he didn't want to hear what she had to say so funny that book It's such a good series and such a good book. And, but Autumn, she's just, she's such a strong character. She's been through some shit in her life and, but she has taken those moments and grown from them. And I love the fact that like, she doesn't, she does not just sit back and let him attack her. Like he says bad things and she either says bad things to him or she just ignores him and leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And she totally would like, you know, bury the body with you. Oh, 1000%. She already knows where you should be hiding the body you're going to bury. I was going to say, like, she has the plan, like, set up. <laughs> like, if you even need it, she's like, okay, this is what we have to do. Yeah. Like, she has it set. You just have to name the person. I adore her. I adore her. Best scene in romance. Best it is. scene. That mattress oh, going over the, the back right of the, the car. So it's fun. Amazing. <clears throat> um, Okay, so next up for me is an author that Leah already mentioned, but I would be remiss not to mention my favorite girl crush of her characters, Mm -hmm. and that is Harper Presley from The Nanny and the Heartthrob by Krista Sandor. And this is... (sighs) Harper is just amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. She is a music teacher she teaches piano but the other part of her is is she wants to help all people who learn however they learn to bring music to them to make it teachable and approachable to everyone no matter if you are neurotypical or neurodivergent mm-hmm. and there's a dynamic between Harper and her hero Landon Page where he is not neurotypical learner and i think that with her what it is is that she looks past the challenges they face and sees them for the humans they are and just wants to be there to support them she doesn't want to tell you how to do things she doesn't correct you 
She just wants to be there to be a part of things with you, to help you feel joy and to be happy. And I think the big thing with Harper though, is somebody took the time when she was younger to help her figure it out. And she wants other kids or other people to be able to have those same experiences, like enjoy the same things she did in a way that she could, because the way she was learning was not good for her. And so was her grandmother. Yeah. Her grandma. That that created this learn, like learning environment that she thrived in. And so she wants to, to create that for other people. And, and she, but the thing I really love about Harper though, too, and the way that Christopher with that character, I know I'm just taking over your little spot here, but she being neurodivergent, like it's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's you're just different. You learn different. You think differently, but it is not negative in any way. No, there's just a real, I really love that story. I love all of the nanny books and, Mm -hmm. but I do think Harper was one of the most dynamic of the heroines in those four books, but they're all really fabulous Mm -hmm. ride or die besties. So, oh yeah. If they, Um, I mean, they kind of do ride or die anyway. And there's lollipops that involve acid and it's trippy. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that part. Who's your next Who's your next girl bestie? Okay, my next girl bestie is going to be Lola Landry from Juliet Cross's Parks and Provocation. Shocking. Shocking. I'm saying it once. There are sex nachos, people. And that's that's all I'll say on that. But no, so Lola is, is this character who she she's kind of floundering in the sense where she she wants this she had a crush on jed jedediah lawson when they were younger and things didn't go the right way but i there's just something about this story that was dynamic and entertaining and interesting and lola is this fierce person who she she knows what she wants and knows what she's doing and nothing's gonna like hold her back from that. And yeah, she wants Jed, but she also kind of wants to have revenge on Jed because of how things happened when they were younger. Um, Because he has, he has turned into this hot strapping firefighter and she's a little pissed off about that, but it, I just, there's just something about this book that is perfection and it's not just the sex nachos. And I, I like, I say it jokingly because they're sex nachos, but it is really like dynamic scene. And if you read the, if you read the scene, it makes sense. And it, it's, it's actually really touching the way that the, like that scene like comes together because it's more of an emotional connection and the nachos just happen to be part of it. And so like, I like to joke about the sex nachos, but really like these two, they really bring out the best in each other and they, they falter, they falter quite a bit. And, but she doesn't allow that falter to inhibit like the next steps of her journey. You have talked about this book since May. And you are 
They have, and we did a quick shot on it. I did a quick shot on it with Lindsay. So if you haven't listened and you want to learn more about it, you should go listen to that episode because Lindsay and I go a little bit more in depth, but there's just something about the way that Juliet Cross wrote these characters that you, you don't want to put the book down and, and it is October and I'm still talking about them. Okay, so my next book bestie is Sophia Ocampo from Hiding in the Smoke by Ophelia Martinez. This is book one in her Industrial November series, and Sophia's hero's name is Brenner Reinhardt, goes by Bren. He is an asshole. Mm-hmm. An asshole. Oh my God, so much. And some might say Sophia is a little bit of a prickly heroine. She is very much a force of nature. Um, But what I love about her is how strong of a human she is. And I'm not talking physical strength. I'm talking emotional strength. She has a mother and a grandmother that she, you know, is helping with. She runs her small business. She runs a bar and does it so well and doesn't need people to come in and fix things for her. Um, and but she doesn't want that either. No, she is proud of her Mexican heritage and is a light within her community. And she supports so many within her community. And you even in book two of that series, um, Running from the Blaze, you really see the level of care she goes to for the people that she loves the most. And, um, and even when things get rough for her, cause she and Bryn, um, she, he screws up. She's kind of on her own and it, she, it doesn't, she doesn't get down. She just is like, okay, rewind. We'll do it this way. And I just think that that shows like how effective she is as a heroine and as a human. Well, and I think part of it though, too, is because like he, he screws up and she's like, okay, that's fine. We're done. I can do this on my own. I don't need you. Like I am a confident, strong person. You're just a a blip in my life basically. And so like, he's a non, a non-factor for a while. Like, yeah, she's hurt. Yeah. She's, frustrated but she's like i i'm gonna take this situation and run i just love her i love her she is she's so a, well done she's so she's so strong and i will say ophelia is a newer t- we i found her last year it's been about a year that i found her um well she found me and mm-hmm. the girl crush has been ongoing now for about a year if you have not read her books i cannot recommend them enough Mm-hmm. Like she is a newer debut author and there's some little pacing issues here and there, but she writes really dynamic, memorable characters, both heroes and heroines. And there's, there's a tequila scene you don't want to miss. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. If you like the sexy time, <laughs> try hiding in the smoke. Anyway, who's mm-hmm. your next one? Okay. So my next one is going to be uh, Jules Steele from My True Love by Melissa Foster. I love this book. It was one of my top reads from last year. Grant Silver is her hero. He is a broken, broken man. But Jules, she she was a childhood cancer survivor. And she has taken that situation and decided that life 
was is positive. Life is good. She does what she can to make everybody around her happy and loved. And she does everything she can to show people that she loves them and cares for them. And one thing I love about her, she is genuine in her positivity and genuine in the way that she treats people. It is not this false show that she's like, everything is happy, hunky dory, but she's like a really like, has like a down personality, like on her own. Like she sees Grant floundering and she does everything in her power to, to help him even from the shadows. Like he is painting and then throws his paintings away. And so she goes and steals them out of his trash because she knows like in the long run, he's going to want those things. Like it, yes, right now it is hurtful and painful for him to, to put that paint on canvas, but she knows that this is healing for him. And she wants, she wants everybody. She doesn't need people to be happy, but she needs people to have a positive outlook on life. Like happiness is not the goal. It is the fact that she wants people to, to know that even if they're having a bad day, things can get better. If they're having a bad moment, like if that's okay, you can have those moments, but it's what you do with those moments are you going to keep going down or are you going to try and turn things around? She is like this little pixie of uh-huh. delight and love. and But she's so genuine about it. And that's one thing I love about the way Melissa Foster wrote this character is because sometimes you get those characters who they want everyone to be happy around them. But it's, it's so, it's almost um, comic the way that it comes across, but, but the way that Melissa wrote her, like she's, she's genuine in the way she speaks and the way she treats people. And she's not overcompensating for anything. Like she really is like a happy person and wants the people around her to love. And she wants the people around her to, to be happy. Yeah. I mean, she knows that not every day is going to be a good day, but she will do what she can to have give you a good moment in that day. Um okay, so next for me is Avet Labardee um from His to Defend by Rena Morgan. And again, Leah made us only have one book from one author and Rena Morgan probably could have filled my entire list. Honestly, we could have had seven seven characters from one author. For sure. For sure. Um, but so I picked a vet. Um, Which was a hard, a hard choice because no joke, Becky went through like three different like characters <laughs> from, Rena. from Rena. Yeah. So a vet is from book one of the Nola Knight series. And if you haven't read the series and you like mafia and you like sexy times and you like a growly protective hero, you absolutely should read this book. Um, I still I still have not read this one. Uh, so. Lindsay and I have a quick shot coming up later this month um you'll want (laughs) to tune in on that but so what i love about her is she is a single mom her life has been shit so she was a rebellious teenager she didn't even know how she got pregnant um just you know was 
they never call it like it was definitely non-consensual because of her intoxicated. Mm-hmm. She never let it get her down. Like she, you know, in, took it as her second chance, her chance to do good in the world because she was kind of floundering um, in the time because she had lost her dad and then her mom passed. But so at the start of the book, she's without a job and she approaches her hero, whose name is Sergei Petrov. And he is a bravada boss. And um, she's like, I need a job. And I'm telling you the attraction between these two, it sparks the pages. But what I love about her is she is this energetic and charismatic person within her community. So she, you know, once she gets in with Sergei, she moves out of the community, but she never forgets her roots. She still fights through the whole book with Sergei's housekeeper that she can get a better price at the farmer's market than from the high-end butcher that the housekeeper goes to. She just never forgets who she is and all that is around her. And she's not looking for a handout. Like she wants to work. She wants to keep going and also navigating this young boy who's incredibly smart, who doesn't have a male figure in his life. She is everything to this little boy. And I just, I adore her. I adore her. And the audiobook is amazing. It's read by John Lane. Anyway, read His to Defend by Renna Morgan. Like, seriously, just read all her books. She's she's so good. <laughs> she's I, so good. She is. It's one of those ones that like, I know I'm in a rabbit hole and I'm in a rabbit hole hard. So I kind of keep it, putting them on. It's only three books. The Nolan it Knights is. is only three books. Well, next time I have a, a weekend day off that I don't have anything, I'll just, I'll, I'll binge those bad boys. Okay. So my next one is going to be Olivia Bradshaw, um, from taking a risk. It's a duet. It's book one and book two, but they are both out. So you don't have to worry about waiting for the ending of the cliffy. And these are by Anna Blakely. This is actually the, her debut book, um, And so Olivia is a nurse and her hero is Jake McQueen. So Jake is the best friend of Olivia's brother. And Olivia has been in love with Jake for years, but they've never acted on this attraction because Jake has been in the service and Olivia is doing her thing. But so there's something happens. Olivia has been, she's overseas doing a, like a nursing stint in a foreign country and she gets kidnapped. And they think that she has been killed and Jake realizes, cause Jake has also been in love with Olivia forever, but situation like nothing has happened. Um, but then this, like she supposedly has passed away and he is like, what the fuck did I waste time for? And so he is going to burn the world to the ground to find her because he doesn't think she's actually dead. But anyway, so Olivia, she is strong. She is, don't make that face at me. (laughs) She is strong. She is confident. Like she really, like she's been in love with Jake forever, but she realizes that he is her best friend's her brother's best friend like nothing's gonna come from it like she's dated she she understands like that's just gonna be a part of her life but she 
but she loves so hard and she's been through so much because like her brother has passed away like her parents are both gone and like Jake has been this constant in her life and so she doesn't want to lose him but at the same time she feels like if anything would happen then she would lose that that little bit that she has but she she's so smart she's a nurse and she's so smart and so thoughtful in the way that she deals with things but she she never stops fighting either and there's a couple situations in the story that you're like I would not survive that but she but she does because she knows like I need to get back to my life I this is not the way that my life is meant to be And I just, I adore the way the story plays out and the fact that she is a big part of the rest of the series. And it shows that strength that she always has and like how she, she's a strong person on her own, but when it's the two of them together, like they are a force to be reckoned with. You do love yourself some Anna Blakely. I do love some Anna Blakely. She writes a really good alpha who is like touch her and die type thing. So. Save those for our protector. I know. Our protector trope talk or character oh, chat. She has she has a bunch, so I can I can just I would I could build an entire protector like team just from hers. <laughs> um okay, so my next book is Shay Zaccone from In a Jam by Kate Canterbury. And Guys, if you haven't read this book, just freaking do yourself a favor and read this book. It's so good. Um, it's such a good book. So Shay's life has not been easy. Absent teen mother, left at the altar, but still believes in the power of connection and love. And you see this with her relationships with her girlfriends. You see this with her relationship with her hero, Noah, and his um, niece that he's raising, whose name just... Imogen. Imogen. She goes by Jenny. Jenny, who is one of the funniest kids in all of romance. She's a dynamo. <laughs> Fucking chickens. Um, chickens. Anyway, um, when I tell you that Shay is somebody I want on my team, if I was experiencing loss or heartache, she's who I'd want to build me up because she just has this care about mm-hmm. her, um, this energy and effectiveness that I, you don't always see in heroines. And especially because she could have been a grouch. She could have totally been a bitch because things have not been great for her. Mm-mm. But she's left a tulip farm and she's like, sees possibilities, sees dreams. And oh, but it's one of those things she didn't know she was getting the farm. And so like when she finds out she inherited it, she's like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. She's like, I'm going to take this opportunity and do what I can with it because apparently my life is fucked up right now. Yeah. So I just, I adore her and I cannot recommend that book enough. So good. Okay. Who's next on your list? Okay. So my next one is Mina Pappas by, and it's from Hold Me Today by Maria Lewis. Her heroine is Nick Stamos, which I now question if it's an ode to uncle jesse because nick and mina are both greek and mina is this character who she has a lot of insecurities and she has a lot of 
hangups in the way because of the way that she was raised like her her dad is not a nice person he has never treated her the same as he has treated her siblings and it it's one of those characters that you you just fall in love with because she has a goal in life in the insecurities that she has she has created this stronghold in them and moves like she doesn't use them as a crutch to her life she's like i have these insecurities but they don't define me and so she works towards the goals because she wants to show everybody that yes the way that she was raised and the person that she was when she was a teenager is not who she actually is. It is this idea and ideal that the people around her created, but she, so she is opening her own salon. She's a hairdresser and she, she does what she can to do it. And there's some missteps along the way and she makes some mistakes, but and when you find out the the truth about some of her hangups and insecurities, like it just makes you fall in love with her even more. But this is a girl who she loves with her entire being, like her best friend and Nick, who is her best friend's older brother, who sh- she has cared for for a long time. But they've all like, he's always seen her as this wild child, like kind of screw up type girl, but that's not her at all. And she, she shows him this side of her that he never really wanted to see before because he had this ideal person that he see. I like that. I like that when a heroine challenges the hero Mm -hmm. to look past what he thinks he wants. Well, and it, he makes she makes him look past what he th- who she, he thought she was yeah because there are some things that come out and he sees like wow like she still did this because even with this yeah situation i need i've only read maria lewis's hockey i need to read this series. you should read this series it's very I know, good i know very good um they're a little bit beefy but they are worth it and they are emotional but they but they make sense and like there's some bit like this book there's just mina like you just love you have to love her like there's some really poignant things about like she has some tattoos but there's really poignant moments about why she got certain tattoos and where she gets them and the meanings behind them. And it's just, it's really, it's such a thoughtful book. Okay. So here is my last one. Last one. Last one. Dun, dun, dun. So Veronica Woodley from Riggs by Sawyer Bennett. Her hero is Riggs Nandow. And Veronica's bestie is Clark, who is in love and engaged to Aaron Wilde. So, so no, but let's, let's let people know this is the way that Becky got wild mentioned on this, this episode, because, because she was trying to figure out how to do it. Well, I love Clark. I love Clark, but here is why Veronica beats out Clark. Mm -hmm. 
Veronica is... So she was married. She's now divorced. She was a typical trophy wife. But she never meant to be a trophy wife. She never wanted to be a trophy wife. No. She thought she was in love and was young and stupid. And she has no desire to be that person anymore. And her divorce settlement was really great. And her hero thinks that, you know, she... She is a gold-digging trophy wife. Well, yeah. I mean, but she's beautiful. And even though people, like, make assumptions about her, that is not who she is. She is trying to do everything she can to build up her friends. She makes connections. Riggs is raising his um, younger sister and Veronica makes a connection to her and goes out of her way to be a friend to Riggs' sister. And I just, she just puts herself in situations to be the one you can lean on. And she has such charisma about her. Like, she's kind of a little bit of a Pied Piper. Like, she sucks you into her world and you cannot get out. And she has this big, loud, dynamic family with all these cousins. And everybody desires to be, to have her around. And I love that. I also think that she wins because there is a scene in her book where she puts herself between danger and Rick's mm-hmm. sister and um without even a thought she without just even does a it. thought like something happens and she's like a mama bear like attacking yeah. yeah and it's just like hot damn hot freaking damn ghost sister like i i want that friend i want that person well, and I think the thing with Veronica too is like Riggs like has this preconceived notion and he's not shy about it. And she's like, okay, if that's what you think about me, fuck you. Yeah. I am who I am. I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. And if you don't like me, then I don't care. Well, and there's a scene and I love this scene. They go to a party and they do not go together. She takes her best gay friend with her as her date. And it is a team party and Riggs is there and sees her with this other date and then corners her in the coat closet and they mm-hmm. have angry sex. Yes, they so, do. So much. So much. There's a lot of angry sex for them at first. Um, but that book is just, it's so much more. I, I think it's just the power in that story is you're more than what you look like. You're more than mm-hmm. the perception you give to the world. And Veronica is the perfect example of that. Okay, so who is number one or the last one on your list? Okay, the last one on my list, last but definitely not least, is Quinn Walker. So let me tell you, I had to decide which Walker child to do. And one of them was in the top running for the girl crush. And so I had to knock that one out. And then I was going to pick one of the other Walker sisters, but I cho- I decided to change my mind because of the last book by Riley Edwards that Quinn Walker is in. And there's a moment where she channels her dad, Jasper, so hard. And that in itself is one reason I love Quinn so much because this book is like eight past her book, but she, she is a fierce, fierce woman who calls people out on their shit, who loves so hard, who gives people hard truths. And it's like, you're fucking up. And this is how you're fucking up. 
but when you're ready to to open up and need somebody there, let me know. I will be there. But this is a family. So Quinn, her hero is Bryce Lancaster. Bryce is her brother's best friend. Do you see a trend in my list here? I, I do. I do. <laughs> Shocking. One, two, three, f- four out of my seven are siblings' best friend. Um, but so Quinn has decided that that Bryce is is the one for her. And so she she goes after him, like balls to the wall, like she creates this facade of friends with benefits but she she knows like that is not where they are stopping like they are going to be together and he he can think all he wants that they're just going to stay friends with benefits but no like she is strong she is confident she knows what she wants she goes for it but she channels jasper walker and emily walker who are like a force to be reckoned with they're the ogs like of this series, but she is, she's a character you you don't want to mess with. Like she is strong. She is confident. She, she doesn't falter. No. Um, she, she will shoot, shoot somebody for you. She will kill someone for you. She will kill them, but she doesn't have to hide the body because she has her dad for that one. So the community winner, before I give that, I want to give a special shout out to both, well, to a couple of people, Riley Edwards, uh, Brittany Sahin, and Penny Reed. They all had characters on both of the book boyfriend and girl crush tour community votes. Well, I think it was in the top 10 too. Like they made the last round. Yeah. Um, Well, that's what I mean. They made the last round of voting. They had some of the biggest responses and all three of those women write very dynamic books with dynamic Mm -hmm. characters and um and they're just very powerful and so i just wanted to give a little shout out to them before we announce the community winner for the girl crush tour so leah who was our community community winner for the girl crush tour because there's no shock in this like none no, it was actually, it was close, but, um, so the community winner is protecting Caroline. So Caroline by Susan Stoker. Now this is, I have read Caroline. I don't think Becky has read Caroline, Matthew Steele. No, Wolf, Matthew Wolf. Like his name is now I'm messing all, but Matthew is Caroline's hero. And he was one of my book boyfriends and he, this Caroline is one of those prime examples of a character that you fall in love with in her book because she is, she knows who she is. Like she realizes like, I'm just an average person and I'm okay with that. And that's fine with me. But as she meets all these people on Wolf's team, he shows her like, she's, she is not average. Like she is not just this, like fly on the wall type of person. Like she is a dynamic woman who people like they, people will turn their heads and she has to recognize that. But she is one of those prime examples where you fall in love with her in her book, but then every subsequent book that she pops up in, you fall in love with her more because she is 
the creator of the original Susan Stoker girl gang. Well, it's interesting because Susan Stoker, Riley Edwards, Penny Reed, they all like came up in these votes. And Susan Mm -hmm. Stoker, you know, when we did the guys, the vote was very close between, Mm -hmm. you know, all of the people. So I, um, I am excited that it was a Susan Stoker book uh, because Mm -hmm. we do. She is a fan and a friend of the podcast and we adore her. So Mm -hmm. um, we're always happy to share some love of her characters. Okay. So that is our girl crush tour. 15 new girl crushes for you to explore, read, check out. We have all of the books linked in the show notes. So if you have questions and a few of these books we have done quick shots for. So yes. check those out too. Um, okay. So we have a new merch shop on Me Teespring. Too. You can visit our store and grab long sleeve, short sleeve t-shirts along with sweatshirts. As I mentioned at the top of this episode, we do have our special girl crush t-shirt for sale over there now. And we also have our, I licked him first book boyfriend t-shirt. If you use the promo code the hive at checkout, you receive 10% off your total order. If you are a member of our Patreon, there will be a special holiday discount um, happening over. And we're delighted with Teespring uh, because they do ship to Canada and uh, over to the EU. Mm-hmm. So, And also we have some merch on our website that is up for grabs. Yes. that we should talk about too. So the girl child of Becky has made book sleeves yep. that are up for sale. So if you are in need of a book sleeve, there are lots of bookish book sleeves yeah. and fun f- rainbow gnomes and things like that as well, because there's gnomes people. Girl child made a gnome book. So sleeve. it's uh, bookcaseandcoffee.com slash the B shop. There is also our reading cards up there and you can expect to see some other bookish type items coming for sale i believe Mm -hmm. maybe some page spreaders and um, maybe some bookmarks maybe some bookmarks and such headed over there but for now it's just that is going to be but that is something that's going to be constantly changing and ongoing so yeah and it's a great way um the girl child is sewing that is her um that is money for her to help pay for college because guys College is expensive. Um, this anyway, time. Leah for book book of, of the, the week. week. All right, what was your book of the week this week? Okay, so I had a really crappy reading week, and you, you had a rough <laughs> personal week, and then yeah, Becky, like myself, is a mood reader, yeah. and we're having a bad week. It shows in our reading. Honestly. To goodness my life fell apart about two weeks ago and it's finally just back on track since wednesday um and i did not read a book from it was like a week over a week yeah like like i think i read a book monday tuesday wednesday thursday i didn't read a book um, read like portions of books but then you're like yeah. i can't get into this and so she would stop yeah but last night before we recorded this episode, I had the privilege of reading an advanced reader copy of a book of a friend of the podcast. So Danica Flynn sent me her latest book um, for me to read. Temporarily in Love is a small town 
super spicy, super sexy second chance romance with a hero that pines. He pines so hard. Like we talked about wet trees and logs in our last episode. <laughs> oh my like, God, I forgot about the wet trees and the logs. He is like a he 12 pines. foot tall pine tree. He's a 12 foot fur. Yeah. Like there is no harder piner than the hero in Temporarily in Love. Uh, Declan. Declan, right? Declan. Yeah. Okay. So I read what is it about Danica's books that you always get the like names wrong? Um, well, to be fair, I also read Stay Forever by Kaylee Ryan. Oh, he was Deacon. No, he's he? Declan too. Oh, he's Declan also. Never with me is Deacon. I actually just read a book that's called Declan. Apparently it's the name right now. So anyway, any read Temporarily in Love. It has all the fall Halloween vibes. And I know this book is this episode is dropping the first week in November, but you guys, you guys. If I could get you to read one book or even just one small town series, read her McGregor Brewery Brothers series. This is it's a very good series. It's a Danica. very good series. I out of the three, I love this one the most. I yeah. Yes. Although but book I, one has a grumpy lumberjack type character in it. He's such he a is delightful. I actually messaged Danica and Told her I was mad at her. (laughs) And Becky called me to FaceTime me to tell me that she was mad at Danica. I'm mad at her. The book was so good, but it has to do with our year-end episode. And you'll get all those details here later in December. But On the year-end episode when we're complaining. (laughs) When we're complaining about all the great books people write. (laughs) Because that's what we do. It really is. Leah, what's your book of the week? Okay, so my book of the week, I went down a Michelle Hurd mafia rabbit hole. These books have been on my TBR for a while. I really enjoy her books and I just hadn't delved into the mafia, but I read, I read a couple of them, but uh, I would say chosen by a sinner has was out of the ones that I finished was my favorite. It is a Vegas wedding. Shocking. A shocker. I know she gets drunk. He is not so drunk when it happens, but they, it's really good there. It's mafia, but the it's angsty, but the angst does not come from inside the couple. Once like they like realize, like once she realizes like he wasn't drunk and like purposefully married her, but it's, it's such a good book and it's dynamic. And I really enjoy the characters. It's a standalone. Um, this one is book. Here, let me look real quick. Oh, it doesn't even have a number. It's five books she, in the series. She doesn't tout them as a series. She touts them as standalone individual Chosen books. by a Center is book four. And I will say I macheted this and I was not lost at all. I'm so proud of you. So you should be. You should be. <clears throat> yeah, it was very good. It's been on my TBR forever. Well, you should read them because they're pretty mafia heavy. But I actually like... They remind me of when you talk about Katie Roberts O'Malley series. Okay. Um, yeah. But I have to tell you, Clear the TBR is like taking up a ton of my time right now. <laughs> because I'm reading <laughs> all the books for that. Well, it happens. Um, okay. Patreon <laughs> update. 
We would like to welcome new Patreon members, Melissa and Sue. Um, We are so excited to have you guys along, and we look forward to seeing your lovely faces at Drunk Book Club and all our other cool things we get to do. Um, I also want to take a moment to celebrate a couple of members who are celebrating their two-year anniversary as members of The Hive, Shauna C. and Danica are uh, both two-year members of the Buzzing About Romance Hive. And celebrating one year in the Hive is Ophelia. So Mm -hmm. thank you for being huge supporters of the podcast. We could not do this without you. Um, So we couldn't do this podcast if we didn't have our Patreon supporters. We currently have four open tiers on Patreon, and those start as low as $5 a month and include membership to Drunk Book Club and other exclusive content, such as Should You Read It? Send Buzzing After Dark. Our first goal um, for our Patreon is to reach 40 Patreon members by the end of the year. Once we have that, we will host a very epic giveaway. And overall, we would love to see us have 500 members of our Patreon. Um, By doing that, we would then be able to focus on podcasting full time. That would be awesome. Wouldn't that be awesome? It would be awesome. No more day jobs. Okay, so Drunk Book Club is a Patreon exclusive event. The next Drunk Book Club is going to be November 12th, and we are reading Rev to the Max by Melanie Moreland, and Melanie will be joining us for the evening. If you would like details, check out bookcaseandcoffee.com backslash Drunk Book Club. If you would like to test it out and aren't sure if we are your people, because Becky and I fully admit that we are a lot and we accept that. It is a great time. It is a ton of fun. It is a safe space to talk about romance and all the things you can, if you want, love Melanie's books, just email us and we can give you a one-time trial test run of Drunk Book Club because we're not, we're not everybody's cup of tea. We are not. Um, I also want to shout out that Krista Sandor is our December author for Drunk Book Club. We don't have a title yet, but we are, um, having that drunk book club on december the 10th so if this november one doesn't work for you um because it's about a week away you know maybe check us out for december we also on the website will have released our themes Mm -hmm. for the first quarter of 2023 for drunk book club yeah because becky and i sat down and we picked all the themes and we're really focusing on picking books that are part of kindle unlimited or free first in series so that you are not having added expenses. And the way we work our book club is we give you a theme. You as a community give nominations. We then vote as a community for um, what book we're going to read. And nobody's vote counts more than anyone else. Everybody has an equal opportunity to vote. And then um, once the title is picked, Leah and I will then reach out to the author, let them know that they're our pick and that we would love to have them join us for Drunk Book Club. And nine out of 10 times, if they can be there, they are Mm -hmm. there. Um, Yeah, there's been a handful of times when we haven't had an author be able to come. And there's been a couple of times where they've had to cancel because they've been sick, which we get, it happens, Yeah, but we, we still like log in and hang out and it's a zoom chat and we can talk, we'll talk for 
hours. We always play a game. Sometimes the games are dirtier than others. Sometimes they're dirtier than others. But Drunk Book Club is just a really great place. If you know, you've been in other book clubs and they don't necessarily read romance or talk about the books you like, that is not a problem here. We are only talking really about romance and focusing on romance. And we've had some Mm -hmm. amazing authors join us. Um, We've been doing this for two years and it's, it's just been a hoot just be and the prepared best night of the month. To, be prepared to leave with a lot of book wrecks because we always talk about what books we're reading and books we want to read. And just, it's just a lot of fun. It is a ton of fun. Um, so talking about books that you'll be leaving with book wrecks, mm-hmm. we have a way to help you get through those book wrecks. <clears throat> Do we though? Does it help you get through the book wrecks or does it just, because I feel like many people say, I read a book and then add five. We are giving people permission to go back and read the books that have been on their TBRs forever because you Mm -hmm. got caught up in the next new release or you got caught up in, you know, other books. In a binge. So you got stuck down a dirty rabbit hole. We know. It happens. Clear the TBR challenge is on now. Mm-hmm. In honor of the last few weeks of 2022, 2022 um, <laughs> we are working hard to clear some books that have been on our shelves for too long. There are multiple ways to work your way through this challenge. This event runs from October 24th to December 31st. We have several group reads planned along with working on your uh, total goal of books you would like to read before the end of 2022. You can find details at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash 2022, clear the TBR. Here's the thing, you know, the book needs to be older than 45 days. It really can't be an arc, but come on, who recommended a book to you back in June? And you're like, yeah, I want to read that. And you went and you downloaded it. And it's sitting there. It's been sitting on your TBR. Or it was a 99 cent book. And you were like, ooh, I'm going to grab that because I want to read it. But then you moved on and you found other books and you got caught up in a rabbit hole of cricket shifters, Carolina. Um, (laughs) I'm still not over that. Yeah, that that was wild. Anyway, but here is your permission to go back and read those books. I saw, I noticed somebody has downloaded Melissa Foster is one that has free books at random quite often Mm -hmm. and she rotates her free books. And so they have all these free books from Melissa Foster and that is their goal to get through. To read all the Melissa Foster on their Kindle. On their Kindle. Um, Somebody else, I think it was Amanda was talking about how she's using Green Valley, Tennessee. You know, we love the Smarty Pants universe. We love Green Valley, Tennessee. Jenny is like, a stan if ever there was a stan of green valley and um amanda hadn't read them yet so she has been working her way through that list and mm-hmm. well and carrie too carrie's been going down the winston rabbit hole well carrie had never <clears throat> read the winstons but she's mm-hmm. read some of green valley without reading the winstons so i feel like that's that is like something though like there are some people who have read none of them but some people who start in the smarty pants world and then go back to the winstons because they're like oh i want to meet this character that like they're talking about and then some that have just read the winstons and nothing else and they're like i need to read the sex nachos now yeah because that's the strawberry jam that's what strawberry jam so um one of the things 
You can get extra points for doing buddy reads or participating in our group reads. We are holding these mostly on Wednesdays throughout November and December. And our next group read title is The Baby Proposition by Kim Lorraine. Mm-hmm. On November 9th in our Discord, uh, we'll be chatting all about this book. This is a great way to earn an entry. And um, it'll be throughout the day. And so it's on Discord. I really enjoy Discord because you don't end up with like your neighbor's gossip or you know, your grandma's cookie recipe like you would get on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Discord, it's very specific what we're talking. We well, are talking we, we talk in one specific, like these book discussions, we do it in one specific channel. You don't have to be part of our other channels. If you want to just like hop into that channel, that's okay too. Like that's the thing with Discord. Like we have a bunch of different channels. Some are Patreon exclusive channels, but then we have some that are open to anybody. Yeah. It's a great way to talk books and to get your book recs. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. So I did not fill out on our- Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what's next. I do. You're going to have to tell them what's next. I do know what's next. I mean, I probably know what's next, but I don't remember. So next time on Buzzing About Romance, we are bringing you an author spotlight. Oh, yes. Yes, we are. This is a community favorite author. And- um, a little excited there leah the last two well like the last author was spotlight was one of your faves Mm -hmm. because that was anna hackett it was so this is like the next one um the delightful and lovely author riley edwards will be here with us next time to chat about writing um writing her books and what an awesome human is she is. And also we can listen to Leah be a ridiculous fangirl, which is always a hoot. Cause usually it's me. Well, it happens. It might not be as bad though. Cause I've had conversations with Riley before. So it's not as like Anna, I had never talked to her before aside from like a couple like Instagram messages here or there. Like Riley, I've had conversations with not in person because I haven't, I haven't managed to happen. That one happened, but it's really interesting. It's really interesting. I was looking back because, you know, we're getting things together for our year end stuff. And I Mm -hmm. was looking back at some of the amazing authors that we've had on this year. We really hit some like top tier fandom for us. Well, because at the beginning of the year, we basically sat down and we're like, who are our who do we want who are those authors like yeah that, yeah like we sat down and we're like these are the authors that i i really would like to talk to so i lead in with that because we are getting ready to start brainstorming the first quarter of 2023 so if you have authors or you are an author and you're interested and in buzzing about romance and maybe you have books or titles or whatever hit us up Hit us up with your ideas. Hit us up with your um, suggestions. If there's a trope talk you want to listen yeah. to, let us know. If maybe it's one that we've done, but you want us to do it again, that's okay too, because we've noticed that we're going to have to do a second round of Small Town. Yeah. But if there is a a topic that you want to hear us talk about, if there is an author you want us to talk to, if there is a trope that you want all the book recs, even if it's something that we haven't read before, we will... We will take the one for the team and, yeah. and 
and do that for you. So send us your ideas to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. Okay, until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 